Voice of St. Louis original podcast. It's time to get up to date on all that's happened across the region in about 10 minutes in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Wednesday, October 4th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. This just in. The city of St. Charles is asking the EPA to restart three drinking water wells next week. Let's go live to KMOX's Scott Jagow for the latest. Michael, right now the city only has one well in operation. Under this plan, that well will be shut down for maintenance. The other three would go online Tuesday, and then the city would eventually restart two more wells to reach full capacity. The city's brand, Temi, called it a great day for St. Charles. We have safe water, and we're restoring the resiliency to our system that our customers need you know, water on a day-in, day-out basis. At the Elm Point treatment plant, the city says it'll also activate a new carbon system to remove contaminants and deliver clean, safe drinking water. The other aspect of this is that the city will be far less reliant now on the city of St. Louis for its water. Michael. Thank you, Scott. The director of the embattled Illinois Department of Children and Family Services, Mark Smith, says he will leave his post at the end of the year. Governor J.B. Pritzker named Smith as DCFS director in 2019. At one point, a judge held Smith in contempt of court several times for failing to adequately house children who had been placed in the department's custody. There's discussion over a property tax freeze for St. Louis City seniors. Alderwoman Ann Schweitzer says taxes, which go towards funding schools in the city, would not be impacted. Property taxes do fund a variety of things besides just the city. What this bill in its current draft is looking at is a version that uh, holds harmless the other taxing districts besides the city of St. Louis. The text of the bill is not finalized. Similar legislation was recently enacted in St. Charles County. The population decline in the city of St. Louis is being led by one group. The majority of the net loss in the city is is due to black families leaving. Ness Sandoval, sociology professor at St. Louis University, is presenting the latest demographic trends to a city committee. He says 85 families leave the city of St. Louis every month and 88 percent of them are black. About 57 percent of the households in the city are non-family Right now, within the next few years, it'll probably be over 60%. He says while there are many new developments going up in the city, they are mostly for solos and dinks, meaning singles and couples who are double income, no kids. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. St. Louis City Mayor Tashara Jones is defending her administration's action to tear down the homeless camp at City Hall. When asked about Monday's failed initial attempt to evict the tent city, Mayor Tashara Jones said they had been telling the homeless that the city was going to enforce the curfew. What happened Monday was that we told uh, the rest uh, we told the aldermen, we told everybody else that we were going to enforce the curfew that night and activists decided that they wanted to come down um, and, and get in our way of providing services. Mayor Jones also attacked activists for obstructing and taunting service workers while not helping the homeless themselves. Where were they over the last two months while these people were sitting on City Hall's front lawn? Where were they? The homeless camp was successfully cleared Tuesday evening. Currently, a fence cordons off the park around City Hall. Sean Malone, KMOX News. A photographer with Expedia, the travel website, is in St. Louis this week taking photos to freshen up the points of interest around the city. Dale Rubin first started at the City Hall yesterday where he took snaps of the building before the homeless encampment was removed. I'll always find an angle that's sort of complimentary in the best way that I can. Coming up later, KMOX's Stuart McMillan sits down with Rubin to ask him, what's the hardest city in America to make look good in photographs. More than $50 million in grants are going out to schools across Missouri to improve security and safety. Some of the allowable expenses include uh, upgrades to doors, windows and door locking mechanisms, um, visitor management systems, 
things like uh, video surveillance, communication tools, emergency planning. Kerry Monsees, Deputy Commissioner for Financial and Administrative Services at the State Department of Education, says grants are going to 735 schools, including districts like Afton, Ferguson, Florissant, Francis Howell, and Fort Sumwalt. Missouri has some advice on how college parents can prepare for the FAFSA. That's the free application for federal student aid, a very complicated form. Most usually rush to do it when it opens in October so they can be first in line for loans. But while the FAFSA Simplification Act aims to make the process easier, it's also delaying it this year. The state of Missouri estimates FAFSA won't be available until sometime in December. In the meantime, go to studentaid.gov and request an FSA ID, which can take a few days and is required to fill out the FAFSA. Beth Coglin, KMOX News. The KMOX Business Desk, St. Louis, was the test market for expansion of a top retailer. St. Louis University business professor Jerome Katz says Macy's move into smaller strip mall-based stores has been a success. The whole idea that Macy's is aiming is to put it where there is a lot of traffic and where it'll be convenient to customers. Katz tells KMOX the department store plans to add 80 more of the market by Macy's shops across the country. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. As we continue on KMOX, our Stuart McMillan sits down with veteran Expedia photographer about the challenges of getting the right shot in big cities. What's the hardest city in America to make look good? Whoa. That is that is a very spiky question. <laughs> the hardest city in America to make look good. Uh, is this where I, what is the plead the fifth? What is that, you're, you guys, <laughs> you don't want to say something? Um, I must say I, I struggled with Washington DC, uh, that, that sort of East Coast trip last year. Uh, Philly, Baltimore, Washington DC, that, that was... DC has all the monuments and the cool places to go to. I remember going as a kid, yeah. you know, seeing all the different monuments, the Washington Monument, the Memorial for Lincoln, and so on. Yeah. And there's so many highlighted things, but yeah. you had a tough time there. Uh, yeah, photographically, it, I, I found it a challenge, um, and that's all I'm, I can speak on, I guess. Washington DC was tough because it was a lot more spaced out than I thought it was going to be. So. Uh, to, the thing about photography is like you got to do it on foot, right? You got to, you know, find the compositions and walk around and do it. And I mean, I was walking 10, 15 miles a day to try and get the shots. So it was, it was tough. Everything was spaced out. You think of like the the, the mall between the, the, the monuments. It's like a mile or something, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Those those photographs, they they zoom in and they make it look. It. Yeah. It's really yeah. compressed. It's your fault, really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and and for example, like the White House, I was asked to photograph the White House, and uh, again, I got there, and tons of protesters outside, and um, I can't remember which way around, but the north or the south, one of them has been shut off. You can't that you can't access. So there's only one angle, really, and that was full of protesters. So. Really, really tough. Photograph. You can't really ask them to leave or anything. Not me, no. No, not me. No, okay. Here with Expedia, please stand back. I just got to take a couple pictures. This will be yeah. fine. No, not at all. Uh, Do you ever have people included in your photos just like, oh, just keep doing what you're doing? Or is it like, get out of the way, I want to take a good picture? Good question. Um, it depends where it is. For example, if I'm filming architecture, like a really uh, you know, beautiful museum or something, um, I will use visitors 
in the museum and I sort of wait for them to be in a certain spot to kind of give scale in the picture or find some guy really contemplating his life looking yeah. at a, you know, exactly. a plate of spaghetti on the wall or something yes wow that is art look at this yes that's that's the modern art museums yeah <laughs> it's like a half a can of soda on a box and it's like what but um <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I will use people. My favorite actually is um, like where I, I photographed a lot in Mexico, a lot in Brazil, um, a lot in Africa. And it's the guys who are using their hands, making things, fishing nets, carving things, making pottery, that kind of stuff, or even food. That's when I enjoy photographing people. Because you get to eat whatever they're making, possibly. Well, I wouldn't eat the pottery or the fishing nets, but like. <laughs> right. But, you know, what, yeah, watching a great chef or watching a great cook is, is fantastic and, and really fun photographically for me. It's part of, like, it's so much more part of the story than a monument or a whatever, you know, like a city park or a whatever. People. People. Yeah, people. People doing interesting things. That, that's, that's my favorite thing to photograph. I'm thinking of some very famous photographs throughout history that have been printed in news media. Uh, I think National Geographic a lot. They have, you know, some of the most amazing photographs ever taken. Do you have a photograph that you cherish that you've taken in this almost 10-year span of doing all these different cities that's like your, your Afghan girl photo? What a great question. What a great question. The short answer is no. I don't have a one... But I'm also a guy who doesn't have a favorite anything. I like everything. So it's very hard for me. I'm with you. I yeah. like that. And I kind of have that nature too. So mm. of those top ten, is there one that comes to mind? Yeah, there's a... Um, I photographed the Hammer tribe in um, southern Ethiopia. And that was like a phenomenal experience. Um, more than the photograph, it was the experience of being there with them, and I managed to get like a real zinger of a shot. Um, and if I had to print something, um, I would I would print that and put it up on the wall. Was it a, a picture of a group of people, or what were they doing? Something? What was happening? No, just just standing there in their village. Um, but I'd sort of gone the extra mile a little bit, and I brought a bit of lighting gear with me, and so I sort of lit them with like soft boxes and stuff, and. They just the, the expressions on their faces are just incredible. That's KMOX's Stuart McMillan with Expedia, the travel website photographer Dale Rubin, who was walking around St. Louis this week to capture highlights of the city. I'm Michael Calhoun. Thank you for joining us for the latest from the KMOX newsroom. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app.